Hey there, goal setting and getting mama in midlife. I'm so glad you are here and that you're ready to craft and create some new goals right here in this community of mamas and mimis in midlife called to fulfill our God-given purpose in this beautiful world. Hi, I'm Monica Ludicky, the voice behind the Goal Crafter podcast, founder of Shared Goals Consulting, former six-figure executive in the wellness world, wife, mom, mimi, most importantly, a lover of Jesus. I built this space for you. I come to you eager to help you, serve you, lift you up on your goal setting and getting journey. Now, let's settle in and jump into this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. Hello, hello, my friends. It has been a lovely week since we last visited here on the Goal Crafter Podcast. Don't know what you've been up to, but I had the delight of a girl's weekend. Just girls for three full days. I know, I know, you wish you had an invite, right? Well, before you get all FOMO on me, let me clarify the girls at this party included my daughter Amanda and her daughter Molly. And we had so much fun. At almost two, Miss Molly is still just enough of a baby to enjoy being held and cuddled every now and then yet mobile and independent enough to want to walk by herself and feed those turtles when she wants to, not when Mimi or Mama tells her to. We had a pajama party and some cool walks and wagon rides. We um, had a great time at at a Mexican restaurant having dairy-free nachos and a super fun trip to the zoo. All the animals were out. It was awesome. That was the day that the weather here in the Houston area was like in the 70s, so it was super nice. And we even went to church together on Sunday. Molly's a big fan of clasping her hands together and saying, Amen. So right now that's her thing and you just gotta love it. All in all, it was a great girl weekend. Much needed. Loved, loved, loved my Mimi Mama time this weekend. And I love what we're about to discuss today. Every goal setter, and I know this includes you, has a desire to find just the right goal planner to catch all the things, all the thoughts, all the ideas, all the goals for the year at hand. Am I right? I might be a tad bigger fan than all you ladies listening, but it really brings delight to me. I have in my office 30 years worth of planners surrounding me today, but I thought I would give you some intel on my five favorites from this group so far, and maybe, just maybe, you might decide to use one of these during 2021. So are you ready? Here we go. The first one I want to talk about is the Day Designer Planner, and it rocked my world from a standpoint of planners. Prior to this, I had used a day timer for many, many years and had just graduated to some, what do they call it? The, the books that you use when you're composite notebooks, something like composition notebooks. I had graduated to those and even was using like a leather bound journal. But one of my friends at work turned me on to the day designer and it is so beautiful. So I use this for a number of years before moving on. The number one thing I like about the Day Designer Planner was its feminine beauty. The one that I'm looking at right now is from 2017, and it was done in shades of blue, teal, and gold. And 
was a very sturdy brass ring kind of bound version. It had little gold tips on the corner, so it was very sturdy. It has a pocket in the front, and I could always tuck away my notes or receipts that I wanted to save there, so I appreciated that. A lot of planners have that these days. This planner has a two-page calendar at the beginning of each month, and each day of the year gets its own page. There were quotes at the top of each page from famous people, and I really like that. As far as the rest of the page layout, it had a space for the top three priorities, a to-do list, and a notes area. And it also had a separate space for daily gratitude notes. I used this planner primarily for my work life goals and carried it with me to all the events that I attended and the meetings that I went to. And I was really proud to do so because it was that pretty. Things about it, though, that were not my fave had to do with its bulkiness. I think it measures 8 inches by 9 inches, and it's really heavy, which is a testament to its really good quality paper, but it's just very heavy to tote around on planes and, and getting into taxis and Ubers, etc. And it was one of the pricier options at the time. I believe it was around $75 plus shipping when I purchased this the first time back in 2017. But again, they have the most beautiful designs at Day Designer. And if you're interested in checking it out, you can flip down to the show notes in this podcast and I'll have a link there for you to look. I did a little preview checking for 2021 and they've really expanded their line. They've got lots of beautiful options and they have some planners that are dedicated to students and some that are more what you would consider functional goal planners or, you know, planners that you would use for your life. I think this planner wins on style. So if that's important to you, my lady, check them out at the link here. Next up was my Bliss Book Planner. This was my choice for 2019, and I found it as I was literally enjoying one of the most blissful periods of my life at that point, spending my days tending to my daughter and her newborn baby at the time, Miss Molly. And actually, I believe one of my coworkers uh, introduced me to this particular planner which is why I'm taking time to go over these with you now because everybody likes to change things up even if you've got one that works really well for you. Sometimes as girls we just like to have fun and a fun thing to do is to have something really enjoyable to look at and to use as a tool for collecting our goals. So anyway, the Bliss Book is created by Laura Land and it's super fun and interesting to try out. She designed the Bliss Book to tap into our ability to do some forward visioneering and she had space for that within every month and uh, an encouragement to draw out our goals as well as to journal about them. Now she's one of the few that has incorporated that feature into her goal planner. Then at the start of every week she designed a page dedicated to rewriting the week's goal and aligning it with the monthly goal the yearly goal, and the ultimate bliss vision towards which you would be working. It also contained prompts for a word of the week, giving back to others and to yourself. And I really liked that. I liked selecting a word each week at that time that kind of summed up where I wanted to be or how I wanted to feel. So you might like that. 
The pages were undated and there was a daily page for each day of the week and there was space in it to write out the number one goal for the day, a way to tie it back to your vision, etc. Every page also contained space for appointments throughout the day, notes, positive things done well that day, as well as your affirmations if you're into that. As you can see by this description, this planner is really a system. It's a complete system to train you to incorporate some positive habits on a daily basis, all the while keeping the big picture in front of you. So from the standpoint of design and form, this planner is elegant. It's bound in this really buttery soft leather. Its pages are gilded and at five by eight, it was really easy to tote and not cumbersome at all. So I went from the day designer to this planner and uh, I really liked that it was smaller, I guess you would say. The creator of this planner, Laura, also has some complimentary videos that you can sign up for to encourage you along the way and throughout the year. Now, I signed up for those videos, full disclosure, I never took the time to actually listen to them or watch them, but that's there for you as a companion piece to the planner. And I'm glad I tried it out for a year. However, I will say that two things that would make it better would be to incorporate scripture quotes and a monthly calendar to begin each period. So using the Bliss Book calendar, one thing that I had gotten used to from years and years of using my daytimer was having a full month calendar at the beginning of each period because uh, I just I like to jot down things that I know are coming up on my schedule so I, I miss that a lot in the Bliss Book. I would say the Bliss Book is not for you if you don't enjoy a lot of repetition and journaling because that's a big part of the system that she's put together in those pages. But if you do like that or if you feel like you need some help getting on track, it might be a good one for you to check out. The next planner I want to talk about is one I received as a gift and it was entitled the Goal Digger Planner. So for obvious reasons, I love the name. It also is done in white with gold dots and bronze looking binders and was a petite eight by five size. So it was pretty and it was feminine, but it was very sturdy and it was a really good size for carrying around. It's an undated planner and it did have a monthly calendar, yay, which you could write in the dates. I'm fine with, you know, doing that, so it worked for me. One thing I loved was that the first two pages of this planner prompted me to write a letter to myself about the awesome year that was going to come. So in prepping for this podcast, I reread it and was so happy to see that about 90% of what I had envisioned for that year was in fact achieved, praise the Lord. The layout for goals was a week at a glance, so all seven days over two pages of paper, and each page had at the top a space for five brief goals, and then each page had room for five tasks or appointments or notes for each day. And then at the end of each month, there were two pages dedicated to goal analysis. So that was something different. What was accomplished? what changed, and what, what the future goals coming up were. Finally, at the back of this planner, there are 10 notes, blank notes pages. What didn't work for me was the lack of room to capture all the tasks and appointments needed on a daily basis. 
This planner would be good for someone who has fewer than, let's say, 10 total notes or appointments or tasks to write and keep up with each day. So on balance, pretty great name, but not functional for me at the time I was using it. As a matter of fact, I supplemented it with a second planner, which in the end was not all that efficient. I got lots of repetition in what I was writing down, but I had to use two to be able to get all the things that I needed from my goal planning activities. So if you're still with me, we're now going to discuss one of my favorite, favorite planners, and it's called the Commit 30 Planner. So many things to like about this one. First of all, it's leather bound, but all of the colors are vibrantly beautiful. I've had the blue one, the gold, and the magenta one. Each one was just so pretty, and I love this one so much that I gave it out at least 10 times as a gift after using it for a while. This planner is designed around a great idea. You, yes, you can commit to one goal each month, and at the end of the year, you will have achieved 12 goals that are important to you. I think that's a great concept. Even if you had one huge uh, annual goal, you could chunk that down and put 12 different um, mini goals that would move you closer to it in it, and you would be in really good shape at the end of the year. Each month starts with a page for your monthly goal and the five to six action steps that you will take to achieve it. So each one has its own little circle and it says, I commit to, and then you fill in the circle with the action steps you're going to take. Also, it has analysis on the page asking you to answer why you did or did not reach your goal, how you would rate your efforts and your next steps. And then on the second page, there's a prompt to write out what you commit to doing for the next 30 days with the reward for committing and planning and succeeding. Each month has a full monthly calendar to lead it off, and then the week is spread out over two pages. Along the borders of each page, there are spots for life and work to-dos and notes. At its size of 5x8, I was surprised at how well it worked for me as a life and work goal planner. The layout and the prompts really speak to the disciplined and committed part of my soul. So this planner is one I highly, highly recommend for its functionality and its form, both which are beautiful. I used it for three years in a row and like I said, gave many copies, copies of it out to my friends and family. So check it out with the link in the show notes if it interests you. Okay, so now we're up to my favorite goal planner used so far. And you'll understand why it's, my, why it's my favorite as soon as I tell you the name. It's called the Christian Planner. The one that I have used all year long is bound in beautiful teal leather and is the largest size by measurement of all the planners that I've spoken about today at 10 by 7. Because its planning pages are a week over two pages, it is still pretty sleek though in, in terms of the thinness of it. So this planner combines God and goals, and that's one of its main attractions for me. At the front of the planner, it has a few pages dedicated towards your vision board and your bucket list, and also a page for healthy habits and a page for your annual goals. These are followed by two years, let's see, yeah, two years at a glance calendars. So by that, I mean on one page, an entire year's worth of months is on it. And then on the next page is year two. 
And on top of that, each month has its own two-page calendar. So calendars are important to me. Can you tell? Each week begins with a page for weekly sermon notes and a page for Bible study notes. Now, none of the planners that I've mentioned so far, and I have loved using them all, have incorporated this special space. And I think it's important for us mamas and mimis in midlife who love the Lord to integrate the parts of our life. That's what this podcast is all about, integrating our goals, like making sure that we are seeking the wisdom of God for the goals that we're trying to achieve. So this planner, above all the ones that I've spoken about, accomplishes that. So as I mentioned, the week is laid out over two pages, and there's plenty of room due to the size of the page for all the things. There's dedicated space for notes. There's daily healthy habit tracking. There's journaling space. But my favorite thing is that each week comes with the scripture for the week. And just so you know, this week's scripture is one we've been talking about recently, and it's from Romans 10, 17. So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Isn't that lovely? I love the synchronicity of that. At the back of the planner, there are an additional 12 blank note pages. So I presume you could take notes for each month of the year and go back and refer to those. I myself haven't actually used those, but they're there for me and I may use them now that I've talked about it. The main improvement I could see with this planner would be to shorten it. I love the eight by five size so much. Maybe they could take this planner and make it a page per day format. That to me would make it the perfect planner. What do you think? I'm sure you have some favorites of your own, but this is a recap of some of the best planners I've enjoyed as I have lived out my life as a goal crafter. You know, there has seemed to be an explosion of new and beautiful goal planners from which to choose lately. If you Scroll on social media for the next few months. I'm sure you will see many different ads for the latest and greatest. In fact, if you just stop on one ad for a planner, you're going to be bombarded with ads. So get ready. But just in case you want to try one of these, I've enjoyed bringing them to your attention today. And I will also be posting up a blog about this in the next few weeks. And in the blog, I will also reveal my choice for the planner I'm going to utilize in 2021. And stuff. I've already ordered it, but it's not here yet. So I can't talk about it till I can actually touch it and feel it and look at it. But I'm really excited about it. So if you would like easy access to the blog, be sure to subscribe to my email list at sharedgoalsconsulting.com. And just a friendly reminder, if you enjoy this talk of goals and God, then please head on over to iTunes on your phone right now would be good and leave me a review and I will count it a blessing. And on that note, let me send up a prayer for your blessing. Hello, God. Thank you for planting these gold dreams deep within our hearts and bringing us together to keep them top of mind. Thank you too for all the creative women and men who put these beautiful tools, these planners together for us to use. We are so grateful. Help each one of us to find the right tool to support us on our goal setting and getting journey now and in the coming year. Keep us near to you. Keep us hungry for your word and keep us on the path that will honor you as we achieve our goals. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thanks for showing up today. 
Now go work on your goals and be blessed. Did you enjoy this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast? Or do you know a midlife mama who needs a boost on her goal setting and getting journey? Well, take a screenshot today and share this with her and with your community. And don't forget, I really appreciate it when you take time to give me a review. Want even more? You can find me at sharedgoalsconsulting.com, where I frequently add free resources to serve my fellow goal setters and even post up a few of my favorite photos of my munchkins. That's it for today, Mamas and Mimis. Be blessed.